Hallelujah. I don't know if this is your best day or your worst day or somewhere in between. It's my best day. My brother, uh, I, I had a couple of grandchildren before he had one, um, which added into our sibling rivalry. Um, and uh, I told him a lot about them. And uh, then he had his grandson. And we were talking, and he said, Dean, I could just do this to be a grandpa. That's it. And I was thinking that just a minute ago when I was holding Austin. I could just do this. But then I did also want to do this, so I had to give her up because I was trying to figure out a way I could hold her and do this at the same time, and I, could, I couldn't do it. But I am blessed, so blessed. And Mother's Day is a great day and a hard day for, for lots of reasons, and we recognize that. But when we have the Lord, he can make it great as only he can. He's the one who gave the promise that all things work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. He's the one that made that promise. He's the only one that can do that. And he does that even for those of us that struggle through this very exciting and glorious holiday. He can work out all those things. And that's why we sing, we're so blessed. We mean that. If you don't know Christ, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, if you haven't been forgiven by him, if you don't have the hope of eternal life, then that song might have been cute. But that song's more than cute. That song's truth. It's reality. Because when we have the Lord Jesus Christ, we are blessed. And all of us, regardless of what our circumstances and situations, all of us are blessed on Mother's Day Because some woman somewhere carried us far enough along that we were given life. And we praise God this morning for that. And we want to have a a special short talk uh, with the mothers and all of us who have mothers. All right? That includes those who have already gone on. So it's for all of us. All right? 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. We introduced it during the uh, child family dedication ceremony. Paul, a seasoned veteran, an apostle of God, a special servant of Christ, who the Lord spoke to individually and had him write down his words. He trying to encourage a younger pastor, missionary, church planner named Timothy, says this in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. I thank God, whom I serve as my forefathers did, this is Paul talking, with a clear conscience as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I, recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy, speaks of their great relationship. I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you 
also. Some of you who have been around Midway Community Church for a while know that at least every couple years I'm going to talk about this on Mother's Day. Because it's such a gift passage. This mothers, grandmothers, and those that help them in their job, which is all of us, whether we're part of a family or part of a church family or friends, this is the most important thing. Of all the things that the kids were talking about this morning, they were great things. It's so so great to hear these kids excited about their moms as I'm excited about my mom. I'm glad you're providing for them what my mom provided for me. But the most important thing is a sincere faith that lives in you. That's the most important thing. Timothy was blessed to have a mom and a grandmother who knew the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I say that, what I mean by they knew the Lord Jesus Christ, they believed in Jesus. They believed that he was the Son of God. They believed that he died on the cross for their sins because he was sinless. He could die for their sins. They believed that he rose again from the dead to give life to everyone who believes in him. They did believe in him. He gave them that life, and they lived it in front of little Timothy. Before little Timothy could walk, we know this from the passage that we read during the dedication service, before he could walk from infancy, they were teaching him the Holy Scriptures, which were able and still are able to make him wise to salvation. They did that for him. The Scriptures did that for him as they taught him this word. He wasn't blessed to have a local body like this. He had some sort of local body. Probably wasn't this large at that time yet. Could have been. But he was blessed to have a mother and a grandmother who lived their faith. They believed, and that belief caused them not only to believe in the Lord Jesus, but to live their life for him in every aspect of life, in every way. They lived for Jesus. Moms, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, live it. Live it. Above everything else, live it. All the other things are fun. All the other things are important. All the other things have their place. But none of them compare with living out your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Letting that faith in Jesus impact every part, every aspect of your life, of all that you do. Don't have a Sunday faith. 
Oh, have faith on Sunday, but don't let this be it. Let them see you grow in your, in your faith. That's what living faith does. It grows. It grows by spending time in the Word of God. And as you are confronted with new things, and remember, even if you've read through the Bible 50 times, and most of you haven't done that yet, but even after you have, the 51st time, you're going to see something brand new. You're going to see something say, wait a minute, I've read this 50 times. I haven't seen that before. I don't know if it was here before. It was there. But this time through, the Lord is hitting you with that like he never has before. And tell your kids about that. Let them know what you saw. Let them know how it grabbed you. Let them know how it impacted you. Let them know how it convicted you. Let them know how it encouraged you. Let them know that with your living faith, the word of God comes alive and speaks directly to you. Your kids are going to be hearing all kinds of things from all kinds of people. They're going to hear that, you know, just, you just wait till God speaks directly to you. You'll know when it is. No, he speaks directly to us all the time. Let them know that he's speaking directly to you when you read your Bible. Let them see how this Bible interacts with your life and how the Holy Spirit takes it and puts it into practice in you. Let them see that living faith. One of the kids this morning said one of the most important things that they can do for their mom is to pray for you moms. Moms who believe in Jesus and live that faith in every aspect of their lives, pray for your kids. And remember, this, this also goes with all of, all of us who are being supportive of godly moms this morning. And that's everybody here. You said it. I heard it. Now, I, I didn't see all of your lips move at the same time because I don't have that kind of um, sight. But I heard you say we do like three times today. All right? You've committed yourself to it. This is for you. As these moms, as we encourage the moms to pray for their kids, Make sure that you're praying for their kids too. And for the moms. That they'll live it. Because it's so much easier for the kids to catch it if they see it in their mom. If they see it lived out day to day in season, as as Paul told Timothy, in season and out of season. That's all the seasons. Good days and bad days. Let them see that every day is a good day because of him. Let them see that. Let them see how you handle crisis. Don't don't try to handle it apart from them. Let them see you handle it with the Lord. Let them see, those of you that are married, let let them see how you handle it with your husband, their dad, or their stepdad. Whatever the case, pray for your kids. Let them know that you're praying for them, that everything in their life is important to you, so important that you take it to the Lord in prayer because he works through prayer. 
Now, he doesn't always answer our prayers exactly like we want him to or exactly when we want him to. Let them see that also. Let them see how you handle those disappointments. Because it is disappointing when he doesn't agree with us. But let them see, even when he says that you've got to wait or he's going to do it in a different way, let them see that you continue to praise him, you continue to thank him, you continue to trust him because he knows better. Let them know that you mean it when you say, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Let them know that's a real thing. That's not just a cliche. Let them know that's an attitude of your heart because you have a living faith. You believe in the Lord who has a will for you and will accomplish it. And that that's more important than our will. Even though, moms, you have great, great plans for your kids, great, great expectations for them, make sure that you want the best that God has for them that's even better than any plan or idea that you might have. And pray. Mothers that are wives, let them see how the church submits and respects the Lord Jesus Christ by the way you respect and submit to your husband. Let them see that. Paul paints that picture in Ephesians chapter 5. We won't turn to it right now. But let them see that. Let Realize that it's more than just about your family dynamic. It's about you instructing them about the church and Jesus. That's why God put them in your family so that they could see that, so they could learn it firsthand by watching you, so that when they read the Word of God and find out how we're supposed to interact with Jesus, they've already seen it. That's what mom does. Husbands, you've got yours coming next month. But wives that are mothers, let them see that. That's not an easy thing to do. Is it easy following Jesus? Is it easy submitting to him at every turn? It's not easy. It's not easy for wives to, to have that same kind of respect and submission to their husband. Our kids need to see that we follow Jesus anyway. The kids sang about it this morning. What a challenge. No matter what the cost, I still will follow. Even if, even if I'm not the most popular person for doing it, though none go with me, still I will follow. Be that mom. Be that mom who's going to follow Jesus. That your kids might see that and follow him too. Let's bow together for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, our kids are so blessed to have these moms and grandmas and these helpers of moms and grandmas. Help them, Lord. 
to believe and then to live like it. Father, you know how hard this is for us. You know how hard it is for us to die to ourselves and to say yes to you at every turn. Help us. Help them. And Father, we can't wait to see what you're going to do in their kids' lives because they did. And Father, for any who are here this morning who haven't yet put their trust in Jesus, like Lois and Eunice, give them the faith, give them the courage, give them the wisdom to say, yes, Jesus, I believe in you today. Help them to do that. Help them to give up every, every other effort that they've been making to try to get to know you or try to please you or to try to serve you. Help them to give all that up and to realize that it all starts by believing in one person, Jesus Christ, your son. Help them to to turn away from their sins and say, yes, Jesus, I give you my life to use it how you want to. And I'm going to need your help to do it, so thank you for the promise of your Holy Spirit who will enter my life the moment I believe. Help them to do that today, Father. That their life can have meaning and purpose that lasts way beyond the years that they live here on earth. And that they, along with all of us, might continue to glorify you in everything that we do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.